podcast land it's everybody's favorite time of the week Ooh, ooh. what is it what is it friday no wait chatterbox day it's chatterbox day wednesday is the new friday i am suzanne from suzannedecree.com and of course with me the very lovely the very talented Liz Chapia, the Dark Angel from darkbeautymusic.com. Hello, everybody out there, and hello, Suzanne. Hello, Liz. Welcome to episode My Dog Ate My Podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> I hate Wasn't when he that... does that. Listen, you know, you're going to have to get a rabies shot now. D- do I get an extra week to turn my podcast in? No. No. <sighs> that is such a bummer. All right. Listen, well, I don't know if you guys have seen a picture of Suzanne's dog, but he's really cute. But if he doesn't like you, and apparently he doesn't like the podcast, I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> well, that's not good. I mean, although I do have, there was when he was a puppy, this is really, really funny. When he was a puppy, I had my Steinberger GR, was it a GR series? GR4, I think. I had a Steinberger GR4. And uh, he really wanted to go outside in the yard and play. And I, of course, was practicing my guitar, so I told him no. You know that little bugger put his little teeth right up against the guitar like he was going to bite it? And I was like, oh, don't you dare. And he's like, I really want to go out and play. And um, he won that argument because, you know, guitar, teeth, bad, 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 not good. Definitely not away from the guitar. (laughs) So on this week's episode of Chatterbox, it's all about success. Ah, and and that's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> what are you trying to say that we don't have any? Uh, not yet. I mean, it's coming. It's coming soon. Coming well, soon listen. to a chatterbox near you. That's right. Success means something different to so many people. What do you consider success? I, I've come to the conclusion that for me, success is yeah, a little bit better than getting by. You know, not the the mega millions uh, that other people. Although that would be nice. I, I mean, mega millions are not bad. I'm not. If Listen, somebody if throws, mega millions has to come our way. We'll take it. We will take We're good. it. We're good. I mean, if you want to throw mega millions towards me, I'm not going to tell you no. But I sat down the one day and figured out kind of a, you know, what do I really need to be happy? What do I really need? And as you, as most of you know, I have been doing sort of this minimalist thing in my life where I just don't have much, you know, I've, I've gone through a process of, well, you know, actually being related to several near hoarders, if not borderline hoarders, um, and having several friends throughout the years who are hoarders, I've actually become the anti-hoarder. 
So my tastes and my, you know, my desires have actually shrunken through the years with my dehordization. I'm pretty sure that's a word. I was going to say, is that a word? It's if a word. Not, I mean, I understand what you're saying. So, well, exactly, and that's that's the point. Well, and were besides, you Englishing? I am the grammar police, so nobody's going to argue with me. They're all going to be this, like, "She's grammar police, man. It must be a word." <laughs> oh man! So that is what I've come to success meaning for me. And what about you? How how are you saying, hey, this means I am successful? You know, for me, success is a lot of different things. I, one of the, them being uh, being able to get the musicians that I've been working with in the room to record. That's a huge success for me when I'm able mm-hmm. to do that because the guys are really busy. So, you know, I end up having to sort of wait my turn per se. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's been, that's been pretty tough. Um, So that's, that's one way that I consider success. Another thing is being able to, you know, just write a really great piece of music or, you know, good lyrics and be able to put out the second album that we're working on. I mean, that's, definitely going to be success for me. So I measure it. Sometimes I think in these smaller bites than the one big, big, huge thing of success. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes it's easier to take it, you know, in little bite sizes, because then you've got more to chew on per se. You do, you do. And I also found in coming up with my definition of success, that I had to do a lot of soul searching because we all go into this and we all have an ideal. Um, you know, and I, I read somewhere that uh, one of the uh, singers or somebody that I follow, was it a singer or was it a band? I think it was a singer is uh, reportedly worth like 185 million. Now that would be a nice problem to have. Boy, wouldn't it be? I know. But I had to, you know, we all have these visions in our heads of what that success is. And those visions I've learned are other people's visions. They're not mine. You know, I've learned that a lot of these visions are, you know, Madonna's or, you know, any Lennox's or, you know, pick pick the person of the week. There's someone else's visions because that's what we see these other people living and these other people doing and these other people having. And it's like, Hey, I do the same thing. And in some cases, heck I'm even better than they are. So, you know, why, why not me? Well, I mean, the thing is, you know, you look at, these mega stars and you know it's really tough to measure up against that so I think you know for me I like looking at it in smaller pieces just because it's a little bit more attainable mm-hmm. so. it is it, it is more attainable and it's more I think satisfying to run your own road so I think in many instances we've lost what it means to forge our own path, to create our own way. 
I think we look at other people. I blame media. I blame social media because it's so instantaneous. You can look at, um, no, I'm sorry. Who's my favorite singer again? Oh, that's right. Daria. Anyway, you can look at, you know, you can look at her lifestyle and her pictures on Instagram and Facebook and whatever, any of them, any of the singers we follow, any of the singers we listen to, any of the bands we follow, they're all over the place and they're only going to show you the best of the best. You know, they're not going to show you, I woke up this morning, broke my toe. I'm sitting in the emergency room and (laughs) that's not what you're going to see. And I think because of that, we end up with this delusion that life does not continue on day to day for these people like it does for us somehow. Yeah. I mean, as far as seeing these mega stars, when you see them, you know, they're, of course, they're in the spotlight doing something fantastic. And, you know, you're not going to see their day to day stuff, which is, you know, not so very exciting. So for us, you know, we we have to figure out a way to keep ourselves motivated. And that's why I don't look at that kind of level, you know, directly in front of me. I mean, it's nice to think of it. But for me, it's, I don't know, it's I don't think of it like that anymore. I just think of it as, you know, having success to me is being able to write the second album, being able to produce it, sing it, put it out there and just keep the project moving forward. That to me is a big part of success. And I think anything else is going to come, you know, when it's supposed to happen and if it's supposed to happen. So I try to keep things a lot smaller in the sense of, you know, what success means to me. Right. And I think, Though, in order to come up with what success means to you, you really have to, I think there's a lot of soul searching that has to go on. You know, would I be happy, would I truly be happy living someone else's life? Well, that's like saying, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. I mean, everybody thinks that they want somebody else's life, but the truth of the matter is you probably wouldn't be happy living someone else's life because it's not, it's not yours. This is true. And and you've, you've not really attained that for lack of better terminology. You know, you, you've, you've attained what you've attained. You know, there's a lot of soul searching that goes into that. And there's a lot of really getting to know yourself and, and what it is you really want. Because I think we all live these fantasies on the surface. And when it gets down to it, we all want something different. Exactly. And I think, you know, you're right. You do have to do a lot of soul searching. And you need to figure that out for yourself. And, and I got to be honest with you. If somebody just just waved their magic wand and just handed me everything that I wanted, you would think that I would be thrilled and okay, you know, everything's good. But the truth of the matter is, I don't want it that way. I kind of want it knowing that I've worked for it and I've earned it. I think if somebody just gives it to you and just hands it to you, it's just somehow not the same. It's not. It's not at all. And now for a brief pause while we hear a word from our sponsors. Hi, kids. Life can be rough, can't it? Your existence is nothing but 
adults trying to tell you what to do. And that just stinks. Well, here at the Excuse Center, we can get you out of things that you don't want to do. We'll make the call if you don't want to go to school. Brian can't go to school today because, well, he ran me over with a car. Or if you don't feel like going to the dentist. Brian can't go to the dentist. I gave him a peanut butter sandwich and he can't open his mouth now. And moms and dads, we can help you out too for those days that you just can't go to work. Well, you see, Brian can't go to work today. Well, it's because I hit him over the head with a frying pan. Call the Excuse Center today. Whatever it is, we'll get you out of it. And now, back to our program. Now, you mentioned something um, really interesting earlier. You said uh, you measure your success in kind of bite-sized pieces. And that's really interesting because I do the same thing. I, I set a bunch of smaller milestones for myself, if you will. Um, you know, keeping the big picture in mind, how much I want in, let's say, sales for the Vibrant course, of course, and and the, uh, you know, how much I'd like to make off the, the music sales and the, the possibly the licensing as we go down the line. You know, keeping all of those goals in mind, what steps do I need to take? What do I need to do to get to that portion, you know, that part of what I want to be? when I grow up or, you know, when I don't grow up, cause I'm pretty sure I'm just not going to grow up at this point. Well, it's pretty okay. sure you that's my goal. I mean, it just seems like such a waste of time. <laughs> it is, you know, I mean, I think it's more fun to just kind of, well, not that you have to be a kid, but you know, just, I guess, keeping your humor, keeping the humor for your, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, what is it? I want to say, um, Staying Keeping young things... in my mind. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. Staying young in your mind, in one's mind, is very good. And I mean, that's what I try to do. And but I, I I like what you're saying as far as the milestones because you know that's that is how I look at it. If I if I try to put too many things in front of me that are so just gigantic, and I think I kind of sort of started thinking that way a long time ago. And I've realized that, I mean, it's, it's, listen, huh? (laughs) I know. Far away. For some reason you said that. And all of a sudden I started seeing the, uh, the Star Wars credits rolling up. (laughs) Oh no. Don't tell me we're going to get a visit from Yoda. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) There it is, folks. I knew Yoda was going to show up at some point. Jedi master here is. I mean, even even in Star Wars, I mean, come on, Luke had to go through his exercises. Yoda didn't just wave his cane and say, "Okay, you're you're good. <laughs> We're ready to go." That's true. I mean, so you know, for me, as far as um, the whole success part of this and and the milestones are, you know, smaller for me is better because if I start thinking way way too 
big, then it just, honestly, it just frustrates me because I feel like I can't get there. So. And that's, I think that's one of the things uh, about breaking it into smaller milestones is that you do have little victories almost that, that you can keep going and keep going and keep going. Um, I know when I um, started school, you know, way back when in, in kindergarten, preschool, first grade, whatever it was, um, you know, I mean, my goal was to graduate tomorrow. And I held that goal in my head like every single day. Um, I'm joking, of course, but you you know what I'm saying. If you if you try and go, if if you try and go too big, like, hey, well, okay, here you go. We're we're both trying to lose a little weight. Uh, some of us are trying to lose more than others. But if I woke up, if if I go to bed tonight with a goal of waking up at 135 pounds tomorrow, guess what's not going to happen? What what? I'm not going to wake up at 135 pounds tomorrow. <laughs> you know, unless I was like 135.2 today, I might wake up at 135 tomorrow. But for the most part, I'm not going to wake up at 135 pounds tomorrow because it's just too much of a chunk. And, you know, there's a process. You going through it right now, me going through it right now. What we work for, you know, we tend to keep I've I, you know I've kept off what I've what I've lost for over a year now um yeah we're still going down little by little but the point is because I had to work for it and sweat for it I'm going to do the work to keep it off well that's like I mean it's the same thing on my end you know I can apply that to my voice lessons and it's really, really hard to sing in this technique. And I've been studying for a long time. But as far as classically, I've only been studying this operatic technique for uh, going on seven years now, six and a half, seven years. And I am with a new teacher. And, you know, the thing is with, with learning this way of singing is for me this is not easy I mean I really have to work at it and um, believe me things could get very frustrating you know so as far as like the way I'm learning right now in my class you know the teacher is giving me certain exercises to do that trains the muscles a certain you know to do a certain thing and she could easily just give me a gazillion exercises to do, but that would just mess me up. So you want to talk about milestones and, and ways of, you know, looking at success in these little tiny bite sizes. That's exactly what she does with me in class. You know, she'll give me, we'll work on the same exercises. I mean, I've been working on the same exercises for about a year now. And, you know, they vary here and there, but for the most part, it's pretty much the same exercises because, you know, that's the way to get to a successful level with this kind of technique. So uh, imagine if she just gave me everything, you know, that would just, it's just overwhelming, you know, and you just can't, it's just too much. The brain can't handle it. You know, you need time. It's exactly what you're saying. You need time to process. And, you know, another good point here that you just made is you've been working on these exercises for over a year. And it's actually, it's really funny. I, I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, Sharon the other day and um, she said I, I said to her because and I know you and I have had this conversation off the air 
But I said to her, you know, it's really weird. Everything seems to be falling into place right now, and it seems too good to be true. And there should be alarm bells going off in my head everywhere, but they're just not. And she said to me, you know, she's like, you've been doing this since I've known you. Now, Sharon and I have known each other for um, roughly a century and a half, give or take, you know, give or take a few years. But we've known each other for 23, 24 years now, give or take. Uh, so almost a quarter of a century, actually, we've known each other. And she said, you know, you've been doing this since I've known you. And you never gave up. You never lost sight and you never gave up and you kept pushing. And now you are getting, basically reaping the rewards of what you have sown. And that is a really good point, I think. You know, we we look at an instant in time and we say, this is what's happening now, but it's not really what's happening now. It's the culmination of everything we've done up till now. And up till now, We've been working our tails off trying to get this thing figured out. You know, I know I've gotten up for years at 430 in the morning, as you well know, because I keep calling you and you keep hanging up on me. <laughs> I keep hanging up on you. <laughs> you know, at 430 in the morning to do work on my projects to then go to a day job to then come home and practice my guitar. So, I mean, for years on end, you're looking at what? 12, 16 hour days, just about. So I think one of the things that we need to keep in mind is that we keep pushing. You know, we keep moving forward. We keep on keeping on and we don't give up. And I think that is as much a key to success as anything else. I mean, Henry Ford did it. You know, he kept pushing and pushing and pushing when they said, no, automobiles should not be affordable to, to, you know, the general public. And he kept pushing and he kept pushing. Andrew Carnegie kept pushing and kept pushing. All of these guys kept pushing all of the, all of the people we hold up there and we say, Hey, this is what success looks like. You, you want to talk about music. Okay. We're, we're, we're all in the music game. Um, Annie Lennox from the Arrhythmics. I don't know how many people know this. She is a classically trained flautist. The woman, oh, uh, I think she was like a month that. shy of, of, she was like a month shy maybe of graduating, uh, music school, uh, the, the Royal Academy of Music in, in England. She, she plays flute and piano and she plays them both well. You know, she went to the Royal Academy of Music. There's a woman who's worked for what she's got. You know, you look at uh, any of the singers we listen to, um, you know, your Tarias, your Floors, your Simones. All, all, most of them still all take voice lessons, even though they're, they're pretty much at, at the top of the game. They still take voice lessons and they keep pushing. Uh, we keep pushing forward and that's why we're getting where we're getting. Now, I'm not saying we've made terrific strides. I'm not saying that we're going to be playing Vakken next week, mostly because Vakken's not happening next week. But if Vakken were happening next week, we probably still wouldn't be playing there yet. 
But that doesn't mean that we haven't accomplished anything. And I think recognizing what you've accomplished and kind of pole vaulting off of that is every bit as important as making sure you define success, soul searching to, to, to find, to define that success, keeping those milestones going. Yeah, that's a great, great point because it's really easy to sort of lose your way when you're trying to do all of this. I mean, you know, you mentioned these beautiful singers that we love listening to and we admire their careers and all of the stuff that they have happening and they're in the limelight and they have this, you know, they just seem to have it all together and they've got everything going in the right direction for them. And here we are, <laughs> we're struggling, we still have to work. You know, there's, I mean, I've never had an opportunity to have that kind of situation where, you know, I've been on a tour. Heck, I can't even get the band out on the road um, just because it's been so tough. But you're right. I mean, you have to keep pushing forward. So I think that's also one of the reasons why at this point in my life, any little thing that I'm successful with, you know, whether it's like I said, you know, writing one song for the next album or just getting this next batch of songs done um, becomes a huge success to me because it is difficult and pushing is exactly what you and I are doing. You know, we're trying to push through all of the obstacles that come our, our way. And there's a lot of them. Oh, you know, absolutely. There's, there's I mean, it's and a, not to mention insecurity. I mean, there's a lot of insecurity that goes along with everything that, you know, that we put out there. I mean, you really are putting yourself out there big time. Oh, absolutely. And there's a ton of insecurity. I mean, yeah, and, and again, uh, you and I know this from, from conversations we have had, there is, um, I mean, there's a metric ton of insecurity, and I think that's true with any artist. I think that's part of what drives the art is the uh, almost searching for what whatever it is. I know um, whatever it is you're searching for, you're searching for something and you're expressing that through your art. Um, in, in my case, it was the release well, you know, I'm, we're all very close here on Chatterbox and, and, and I, I feel comfortable sharing my deepest, darkest personal secrets with you guys. Ooh, um, I want to hear this too. I know, right? Oh, shucks. We're out of I'm time. I'm sure everybody Bye. else does too. Uh, anyway. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> um, for a very, very long time, a very long time, I was not the happy-go-lucky crazy person that you know now. Um, I was what? actually- it's true. I was actually a very morose, depressed, uh, borderline psychotic individual, um, which I say mostly mockingly, but I was, I mean, for, for a long time, I was, I was not the most pleasant person to be around. Um, I was extremely emotional. I, I am extremely emotional. I am extremely emotional as we all are we as all? artists. <laughs> I was going to say, aren't we all? I know. Especially yeah. an artist. Especially artists. Um, but I was incapable of dealing with those emotions and the music for me was a way to get that darkness out. It was a way to get rid of it. And, you know, for me, it was every time somebody said something like, 
hey, you should do something, uh, you know, sensible, like get a day job. That was just like driving that darkness in deeper because it was almost like, well, you don't want me to get rid of this. And, uh, you know, it, it, for me, that's what it was. Some people are searching for acceptance. Some people are searching for, uh, whatever, but whatever it is we're searching for, we find it in our art. That is very well said. It's deep. Break out the it's shovels too, and the hip waders. It's to- <laughs> no, but it's true. And you know what? We just have to keep pushing forward. That's it. Just keep pushing forward. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> All right. Well, that should wrap it up for this episode of Chatterbox. I am Suzanne from SuzanneDecree.com. And of course, my lovely and talented co-host... Liz Tapia, the Dark Angel from darkbeautymusic.com. And I just want to give a quick shout out to Rich Mahogany of Naughtywood. He's going to be coming back on the air. So we are excited, excited to get the Naughtywood show. Rich is an awesome guy. Rich, we miss you. We can't wait until you're back. (laughs) Exactly. We can't wait for you to get back on air. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening today. And... Post, comment, share. Let us know what you think about these topics that we're talking about. And we hope to see you in next week's Chatterbox. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Facebook.com slash group slash Chatterbox Rocks. See you, hear you, virtually say hi to you next week. Bye-bye. Chatterbox.